Welcome to another episode of Just Us Dads. Thank you for tuning in to another Dadversation. Uh, if, uh, if we're meeting for the first time, head on over to our YouTube channel, subscribe, like, do us the favor, help support our channel. Uh, let's get right into this, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Today is our friend George's birthday. He's turning 52, and he, <laughs> <laughs> he looks younger than ever. <laughs> Happy birthday, man. Happy birthday, George. Thank you, boys. The truth is that we had kind of forgotten. He had to remind us. He told us, come on, guys, let's whip out. I, I kind of forgot too, don't worry. <laughs> He's like, let's whip out a quick one because it's my birthday. I'm like, oh, shit, it's true. Uh, <laughs> So how old are you now? 44? 42. Wow, 42? Yeah. Oh, you're only two years older. I thought you were you were older than us. I think well, actually I said the I'm just, exact I'm just, I'm just more my, I'm just more wise. He says that every year. Every year. I think last year when we had... He does say that. I, I had the, uh, every year, every year. We go back to the... Yeah, if we go back to last year's episode on your birthday, it was probably the same comment I said. It, it's uh, plus four. Next year, it's going to be like, what? You're 45. Really? <laughs> so how, how does it feel, George? Does anything change? Uh, it's a bedtime, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have been 42 for a while. Today's just official. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're actually there before you get there. You know that, man. Yeah. We, 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 we actually com uh, commented something, I think, last episode or two episodes ago uh, about turning 40, where things just go downhill. Uh, I mentioned uh, the vulnerability we have <laughs> about farting. It's just not safe anymore. <laughs> you, you go, you go piss, and you just suddenly get the urge of, you know, let me just sit down for this one. <laughs> I'm not so sure, but I'm not. I'm just, I'm just not sure about what we're doing here. <laughs> I think I'm gonna sit down for this one. <laughs> I'm not ready to give this one a number. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's somewhere in between one and two. We don't know. Let's not risk it. Oh my god! Yeah, that, that's what happens, man. You, you hit forty, and that hasn't happened to me. So I don't, no? I don't know. You maybe you should talk to the doctor about your problem. I don't think, I don't think it's a problem. It's just that, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, I've noticed it. I'm not. I'm. I'm just uh, borderline forty. So, uh, yeah, uh, I'm starting not to trust myself anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't. Even, I, don't yeah, I, I understand George because I, I've been peeing girly style for a good five years now. <laughs> I just. I, yeah, I, I it's, pee, not, I it's pee, not because you don't trust the fart. He doesn't trust his farts. No, no. Me, it's just I just want to sit down. Public <laughs> places only. I stand up for public places, even a friend's house, like at your places. Like I sit down. Yeah, it's I appreciate that. All right, no you have less, less splash. Back. Yeah, no, no splash, no nothing. A splash. Yeah, it's true. And you can't miss. Yeah. 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 And the problem is my son has been seeing me and like he 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 sits as well. And I'm like, it's too early, man. Wait, oh, yeah, wait till yeah. you're 40. <laughs> it's too early. You're gonna be, it's your, too friends, early. your friends aren't ready for this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We don't I don't want you getting bullied already. No, but yeah, like, man. The question is how how has he seen you? Like well, you, you you just go with the door open? No, no, no. It's just like he will walk in and I didn't lock the door. Uh, and it's like, what are you doing? And it's like well, he actually stops to ask his reflexes. <laughs> oh shit! Sorry. <laughs> well, look, when, right, look when when he doesn't get killed by the smell, it's like, what are you doing? <laughs> you <know? laughs> oh, your kids don't walk in on you while you're in the passenger. Yeah, actually, it, like, it's it happened. Stop. It happens. It happens. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're, what it is, you're, you're not used to them stopping to have a conversation. That's <laughs> yeah. No, but lately they don't. They come, they knock. You know, like the we're there. So the and yeah, even now, even now the old one, because when she goes, she often just doesn't close the door. So I'll just happen to buy. I was like, hey, stop looking! You're not allowed to look. So she repeats things they probably teach in school, right? Well, we we we've also told her, you know, like you don't you don't bring you don't bring company into the bathroom. You know what I mean? Um, you know what, George? You're gonna start getting the curiosity look soon. Just curiosity, like. Uh... <laughs> What's happening over there? Yeah, I just out of curiosity, you know, <laughs> you'll you'll get a few of those. Ah, oh, man. So, so yeah, anything special planned for today, George, or it uh, already happened? What are you talking about? And it's just passes curfew. <laughs> it already happened. Yeah. <laughs> wake up, wake up really early. Forty-two. Oh, man. Did you guys ever think, like, when you think back, did you ever think that this is what 40 was going to be like? Like, I don't know. Did you ever think ahead, like, when you were in your 20s, did you ever think, hmm, I wonder what I'll be like or look like or feel like when I'm 40 
or 45. You know what, man? Other than the last incident I had where I yawned and I pulled my back. <laughs> other than that, other than that, I love 40, man. Yeah. 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 Like, it's a good time. It's a good time in my life, and it's a good time. I don't know. I, I find yeah, what, the I'm asking, what I'm asking is <laughs> the like brain, the brain. Had man. you ever like yeah. when you were younger? Had you ever thought of how might you be when you're 40? And now you're thinking, mm, was this how I thought of myself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, when I was younger, I remember 40 being old. Yeah. You know, 40 was old. Think about it when you were like 1920, like 40 was like oof, double that, right? You had to double your age to get there. It was yeah. it was really old. Now it's like it's not that old, man. It's young. Yeah. You know what? You know what you realize at 40? How stupid you are at 20. <laughs> and well, I don't know if you it's probably be the realize same that thing. younger though. Yeah, you probably at 60, you probably realize how stupid you were at 40. So I don't know, but like you pretty much realize how dumb you were at, at 20, yeah. at 40. Yeah. You know? I think I think I realized how dumb I was at twenty when I was in my twenties. <laughs> like, oh yeah, no, I, I didn't. What a stupid shit we did. <laughs> it wasn't stupid then. It was just you tolerated the risk. Yeah, experimental. Yeah. It was risk, and you liked the risk. Yeah, you know, you were uh, you were yeah, you, you had a, you had a, the risk. You had a safety net, so it was it was worth uh, trying it for the experience. Yeah, yeah. But that's, right, for, like, another that's yeah. for another episode. That's for another episode. Guaranteed. Yeah, we're, we're screwing these up. <laughs> Uh, let's get on to the program. We have something very serious to talk about. This is, um, I don't know if it's a trend or I don't know if it's something coming. I heard this for the first time when Chris told me about this, maybe a couple of years ago, I had no idea what it was. Uh, Chris told me about it because, you know, obviously because of the experience you have in the, in the teaching environment. Um, I, I'm not so sure I understood it fully when you were explaining it to me, but as the years have, uh, have passed, um, you know, we, we hear about it more and more and uh, not only as a human being, but more so as a parent. Um, I'm just not sure where I stand. In fact, I'm not even so sure that I support it. Right. So we're talking, we're going to talk today about um, safe spaces. We're going to talk about trigger warnings, uh, microaggressions, all that kind of stuff. Obviously, this pretty much happens in older uh, aged uh, kids that we're not talking about kids that are our age obviously right uh yeah it's more uh yeah college university young, young adults yeah um so first of all just bring us into the context chris because i, I don't know where we're at i don't know if it's here yet i don't know if it's uh, implemented so just let's just explain to everybody a little bit what we're talking about here and then we're going to have that discussion about how we feel and in general how as parents um we would feel if ever our kid were to be in that sort of situation. All right. So, well, this is something that was kind of pretty much observed in about 2013, 2014, predominantly in the States, right? So you, this is something that you see more in the U.S. and the U.K. It did come to Canada, more in Ontario, and it's kind of like infiltrating a little bit colleges and universities. So what this is about is... We can talk later about what the experts think and where it's coming from, like where the attribute, the, the cause, where the attribute, the cause actually. But um, generally a safe space would be something where if something, it, it's a time off where a kid doesn't necessarily want to hear something that has to be said by a teacher, whether it's uh, something difficult, uh, maybe rape or abortion or incest, something that is a little bit, and they'll need a safe space, meaning they'll need to escape that content. They'll need, they need to escape from being exposed to these ideas. So a microaggression would be something a little bit different. A microaggression would be something like, you're saying something that is not derogatory. It's not really condescending, but the way the person perceives it could be. So that would be a microaggression. Example, you're asking an ethnic person or a, uh, where are they from, right? That could be a microaggression. The problem with a microaggression is that whether, if it's intentional, it's one thing. And if it's not intentional, it's a totally different thing, but it's still considered a microaggression. Right. And a trigger warning would be something like, I'm about to say something to you. So I'm about to talk about, I don't know, some kind of uh, literature or I'm about to expose you to a book that has maybe example incest in it. So what I have to do is I have to give you a trigger warning, prepare you that if you do not want to sit through the class, well, you can leave. 
So you see that all these things now, it's like two major problems. One problem is free speech, right? Teachers cannot say what they need to say. And the other problem is that, well, it's not free speech. It's like, how delicate are our kids? Why, why are they so afraid to be offended? And how can we live in a culture where people need to be protected from books, ideas, thoughts, people? And this is what brought, um, this is what actually causes the cancel culture. Because you're trying to cancel people sure. now. You're trying to cancel things. You're trying to say, no, 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 we can't hear the idea. Well, that's, so, been, that, that's happened in professional environments where, and we saw this in Quebec here, where a journalist, uh, during a meeting with her colleagues, I don't know if they're going over the programming or whatever they were, they're going through, she uh, made a reference uh, to a book that was written at a, in, a, in, a, in a very long time that spoke mm -hmm. about uh, some racial issue that today obviously would never even be published, right? We're talking about a very older, you know, an older book. And because she actually cited a passage in that book, I don't know if it was the title of the book or a passage in mm -hmm. the book, she got in trouble. They fired her. She lost her job. There you go. So and you see, there was, uh, there was that the case of the teacher, I think it was in um, the University of Ottawa. I think it was the University of Ottawa. Uh, I, think, uh -huh. I think it was there. Where, yeah, her too. It was, she made reference to a book. It was the title of a book. It was the actual title of a book. And some kids, um, quote unquote, revolted and she mm -hmm. lost her job. And I, and I remember there was this whole movement by university, like the, the Quebec academia, um, mm -hmm. condemning that action of that university. So Quebec, yeah, you're right. Quebec is a little kind of uh, on a different... There's a, yeah, there's more pushback. They're not, they have a little bit more of a backbone. But you see, that's what we're saying. So we, we, we spoke about UK, US. In the US, Berkeley already had, there were fires, there were riots because they wanted to, uh, they didn't want a speaker there. I don't, I forget which speaker it was, but Evergreen State College, same thing. So you see, the ethos is, is, is coming into Quebec. That's how it starts. It doesn't start with a whole generation. It doesn't start with a whole university. It starts with one, two, three cases. And then if you don't stand strong against it, because there's obviously things against that. If you're for it, there's very little arguments. But if you're against stuff like that, there's a lot of arguments. Mm -hmm. And there's the experts like Jonathan Haidt, guys like that, that actually do the research. They're going to tell you, well, point one, two, three, four. Well, this is not a good idea. And, and as parents, it's like, what would you do? Would, would you would you want your kid to act like that? I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Okay, wait. So, so first of all, let's look at it from a societal issue, uh, from a societal stand. And then we'll look at it from, you know, how we feel as parents and, 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 our, and our kids, hypothetically, if ever they were in there. From a societal point of view, you know, we're, we're, we're going into, if we're not already, uh, into a situation, into a, um, a society, into an environment, into a context where this sort of thing exists. So, um, especially in, in in academia, where you would imagine this is the the the, the space where uh, it's where your mind flows free, uh, mm -hmm. you have the freedom of expression, like anything kind of goes. Obviously, we're not talking about hatred here, right? We're not talking about hate speech. We're not talking about, uh, you know, uh, inciting violence or anything like that. But when we're talking about ideas and when we're talking about uh, teachings and all that stuff, anything should go in, in, in university. Uh, and this is where our, our, our students' brains need to be challenged and challenged in a way where you're going to be confronted with opposition and it's up to you to figure out whether or not you debate it, whether or not you just ignore it and move on or whether or not you adopt it, right? The position. So, I mean, you know, and um, I have a problem with the fact that everything has to be so scrutinized. Everything has to go through a thousand filters. Uh, and again, we're not talking about uh, hate speech, we're not talking about racism, we're not talking about sexism, we're not talking about any of these things that obviously are bad. We're talking about, uh, you know, situations where in an analysis or in uh, in a context of explanation and uh, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a context of, um, in general, academia, you can find that smallest little detail to say, oh, oh, oh excuse me, what do you mean these people, right? Like, example. You know, uh, and it's dangerous. Like these things should not exist in this kind of setting. This is my personal no. opinion. No, I agree. I agree. So we're not going to have much of a debate here because I think we both agree. We'll hear what George has to say too. But uh, there, there is proponents of this. There, there are people that think this is 
a good way to go about it. And then the, the bad thing about it is uh, you spoke about society. I think the societal issue obviously is what you're saying is that you got to prepare a kid for the jungle, right? That's the idea. That's the analogy. So they got to, they got to get those little dosages in small increments, whether it's teases, uh, discomfort, whatever it is, if they get it in little dosages, right, their mind gets exposed to it, kind of gets used to the idea. So now they can handle the big stuff. And you get so, desensitized. Yeah, well, that, that's what you need to do, right? But if you don't go through that, you don't go through the growing pains, you don't go through the discomfort, you don't go with through uh, people uh, having opposite views to yours, what happens is when you're exposed to the big stuff, it hurts. It makes you uncomfortable and you're looking for a parent. You're looking for somebody to make it better for you. And then you raise your hand and you call those, uh, whatever they're called, biased response teams in colleges where they'll figure out something to do. They're either going to bring the person to, like, um, they're going to either. Thing? Yeah, absolutely. Biased response teams. Yeah, and, and these things are in bathrooms, they're in hallways. And it's like, you know what, if everybody says something you don't like, feelings first and everything, that, that's the problem with that. So what we're doing is that, and I agree with George, what he said, the university is the place where you, where ideas are kind of like exposed. They're kind of like uh, challenged. It's a battleground well, of ideas. It's, it's not like, I mean, you guys, you, George, you said kids a couple of times. It's they're, 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 they're young adults. Yeah. Well, yeah. young adults. Yeah. They, yeah. They should be able to, to, to speak at that level without being overly sensitive to touch something that they're not comfortable with. Just they should yeah. get used to confronting them and, and get adjusted to it rather than just hide away. So, so where are we now? Like, like here in Quebec, for example, where we're at, it, does this, well, well, is it implemented or what's happening? Is it being discussed? Cause I, I'm clueless with this thing. Like I was exposed to this when you told me about it, Chris. And I thought that okay, this is very strange. I'm not sure. I when you're, when you're saying implemented, implemented how? Like in universities and workspaces. Well, well there's, there like, what, what are yeah, you implementing? Yeah. Uh, you're implementing a staff. You're into like implementing a, an infrastructure. Like an infrastructure, a, yeah, yeah. Safe space. Uh, you're you so a space is actually a place. Well, it's not necessarily a physical uh, space. It could be just like removing you from the space where the learning happens. And it's like go for the walk or go in a room where you can listen to your music. So basically implementing implementing new rules to adapt. That's to right. So, so to this. The way I see it permeating a bit in, 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 the, in the university and the colleges where I, I teach in college, right? So universities, I kind of know what's going on because I have some friends and we talk about this stuff. But uh, it's the way you said, George. It's a couple of cases, a couple of things that we don't know how to handle. Uh, you start getting new regulations. Uh, every student comes, you see, you see the Code Permanent, right, in Quebec. You see the whatever the student number. And then there's an asterisk next to the name if that's a the case, then that student has to be treated differently. So you have to call your coordinator and say, how do I deal with this? So that, make, and, that makes no sense to me. So basically, you know, we're, creating, you, you, we're creating categories uh, of children, of adults, instead of putting them all in a group and saying, look, this is what you will learn in this class. If you agree, stay. If you don't, feel free to challenge it. Uh, yeah, but they don't, they don't think like that. You know why? They don't think like that because they don't see it. They see it as a client. Wasn't there when, an example you told me about in one of your classes? There was. There, there, there's a few. There's a few. I don't know if I want to get into the details of it. Uh, rather, it be maybe not known. Yeah. Okay. But um, yeah, there, there's cases. There's always these little cases, and it's the paperwork becomes bigger. The rules become bigger. You got to read more things. You read more, and you can say less. Uh, and then you have people that are going to just end up not saying anything at all. Because if you're going to say anything interesting, you're going to offend somebody. Yeah. Right. There's no way that there's a whole 30, 40, 50, 100 people, right? Sometimes the atriums, you give classes to 100 people. There's no way one sentence, right? There's actually, there's no way that everyone is going to agree with that one sentence. Yeah. All right. There's a, there's a lot in the world. There's a lot of opinions. There's a, right. The problem is that. It's fine if you get offended by a, no, I'm not even going to say that. It's fine if you disagree with something, but the idea that you have to be protected from being offended is where the problem is because now you're infringing on my rights to my free speech. And I agree with you. Free speech maybe has certain limits, right? But if I'm not inciting violence on you, if I'm not hurting you, if I'm not insulting you in any way, I cannot tolerate how truth hurts you. 
Yeah. I won't tolerate that truth hurts you. That's your problem in a way. And you have to deal with it. And the problem is that when you don't see backbone or leadership from the colleges or the universities and they just let that happen and say, whoa, 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 here, well, you know, the teachers are in charge. And if you don't like it, that's fine. Challenge the teacher back. I say it. I'm, I'm a very open teacher. It's like, how about that? You guys disagree with that? A lot of times you can't disagree because I'm teaching a theorem, yeah. some kind of mathematical theory or a physical theory. It's, 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 it's obviously like around engineering. Yeah. So you, well, if, if you really yeah, exactly. dispute that, yeah. if you really dispute that, that's great. Let's bring it to, to, a, to a comedian and then you can be the next inventor. You know what I mean? There's, um, but when it comes to certain ideologies, well, people can express what they want to express. And you, truth, even if it's the truth, how can the truth hurt you? You could disagree with the fact. You could say, I wish the facts weren't like that, but they still remain facts. So but, why would you get offended by it? But, but that brings us into a whole other debate about f- free speech uh, in Canada and whether or not it really exists. I mean, it does. I mean, but, you know, it, it's very much different from what the U.S. has, right? I mean, uh, uh, we have legislation here that is against hate speech. And I think we've had this conversation before. It's, it's mm-hmm. very uh, highly debated. Like what? is considered hate speech, right? Because if if I'm inciting violence or uh, if I'm, uh, you know, if, if I'm spitting out racial slurs or whatever, that's already criminal. So why are, why are we creating another category of and calling it hate speech when already I'm not allowed to do that? I cannot incite violence. I cannot, I cannot be racist, right? I mean, like you can't do but that. But there's a difference, right? There's a difference. And I side with the Americans on this. They have their First Amendment. Their First Amendment is the protection of their free speech. They can say whatever they want. There's no hate speech laws in the U.S. Now, a lot of Americans want hate speech laws. Um, I, I side with the Americans that don't want hate speech laws. You should protect hate speech. Even if, like, even, even hate speech for me is still speech. But and that has exactly, to be protected. That's the question. Is hate speech real? Like, uh, I mean. Of course it is. Of course it is. But it, it's still free speech, meaning that you're, 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 you're allowed to be mean. You're allowed to be wrong. And we want to hear the good ideas. How are you going to separate good ideas from bad ideas? By the way, just for, just for everyone listening, let's just clarify. We're not, we're not saying that that's what we should do. We're saying that it exists. You know, like anyone can come out and say uh, um, to a black individual, oh, you guys, you're all thieves and you guys, you're all lazy and you guys don't work. That in Canada could very well be considered hate speech. But at the same time, the guy's saying what he wants. You don't have to accept what he's saying. He's not yeah. saying you guys should all die and you guys should all burn in hell. That's, that's different. That's, that's different. different. When you're inciting violence. Exactly. That's a whole different so thing. That's why here in Canada, the line is so fine, right? And yeah. we don't know. You come out, you say something, and they, 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 they throw you into the category of hate speech. And is it really hate speech? And that's why there's a big question. This is not me. I'm not saying, I'm not asking that question. I'm just saying that this debate exists on whether or not hate speech Mm -hmm. is real. Like, does hate speech exist? When it's like the categories are two. It's either you're inciting violence or you're you're expressing yourself freely, which you have the right to do so. Uh, And it could be bad what you're saying. It could be ridiculous. It could be stupid. It could be all those things. But so long as it's not in the category of, you know, racism or um, uh, or violence. Do we need to question it? Well, look, that's a debate. Some people are for it or against it. Some people believe that all free speech is free speech. And there's obviously people that say you should draw the line somewhere. And that's a legitimate debate to have. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about uh, saying things in order for students to take in the material, right? And analyze it, scrutinize it, make something out of it because it's going to mold the idea. If you like the idea, you want to know more about it. If you hate the idea, you have to challenge it. Mm-hmm. Once the safe spaces start, the trigger warning start, the, um, the microaggression starts, people are going to be saying less. If you say less, you're exposed to less, right? So this is the fight or flight. So moving away from the conversation is like almost like escaping your problem. And ask any psychologist, right? How do you deal with your problems? You face them. You don't escape them. Nobody's going to tell you. Nobody's going to give you the advice saying, man, forget your problems. Fuck them. Get away from there. Leave your kids. Don't, you know what? Whatever. You lost your job. It's okay. Just leave your family. That's not good advice. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? So it's not good advice starting at the age of 18, 19, 20, because they're going to go into the real world. And you know what? I don't want to get into how, what, what's psychologically, what the impacts are and all that stuff. I'm just, I'm just trying to say as a parent, like, what would you do? Would you say, great, yeah, go, go to your safe space. You don't need to hear this. Well, I'm sorry that I said something that offended you. Or you want to make your kid a little bit stronger. Yeah, the, you know? and there you go. Like, you're, you're bringing it in perfectly because the, yeah, the, the, one thing is to understand that this context exists, okay? The other, for me as a parent, is to understand how does your child actually get to the point where he or she is actually uh, uh, weakened or um, uh, threatened by an opinion? You understand? Like, yeah. how do you get to that point? And again, I'm not saying like it happens and, you know, we're sensitive to these things because if it does happen, it means like there's obviously something that, like you said, like that triggers some sort of emotion or feeling or whatever. But the fact that your kid has actually gone to that step, she's there or he's there. Um, mm -hmm. I think that's much more serious than to be blaming the teacher uh, you know, instead of dealing with your kid on why, what, 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 what's the fine line? It's a, fine line. It's a fine line between protecting your kids and overprotecting them. I think. That yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's what it is. I think, without going into the details, and I forget what the book is called, but uh, Jonathan Haidt, uh, that's H A I D T, if I'm not mistaken, in the book The Coddling of the American Mind, breaks it down, and the two major factors are overprotection, like exactly what George said. And two, was social media. So look, look what they found that's interesting, right? They started seeing these trends in 2014, right? Gen Z, right, are the kids that are born in 1995. In 2006, Facebook comes along. Nobody's allowed to use it, right? You have to be 18 and over. Somewhere in 2008, I think, or 2009, and they could fact check this, uh, you could be 13 and use Facebook, so there's a bunch of kids that lie that they're 13 and they start using Facebook. So now you, you have a lot of kids playing or looking at social media, right? Not sleeping, being engaged fully for hours in social media, right? And then they, they saw that there's a direct correlation to that behavior and how when they get to 2014 and they enter college, now it's the jungle here. Because I didn't get to play with a lot of people. I didn't get to socialize as much as I needed to socialize. I didn't get the free time. I had very structured. Uh, they only got the fake uh, social media image of life. That's right. So well, that's the theory. That's what they talk about in the book. Mm -hmm. But it, it works perfectly. Like if you do the math, it's perfect. And the problem is that ever since 2014, 70% of the suicides have gone up in girls. Right. So girls are more sensitive to this. So we have an issue. There's an issue. There's definitely an issue. So you, you know what? All this stuff kind of like, yeah, we did talk about uh, the, the free speech component, but it's also like, how do we take care of our kids? Yeah. I wouldn't want my kid to, to need a safe space or a trigger warning. You could disagree. You yeah. could be passionate. You could be civil. You could be decent and have conversation and communicate your ideas. And when somebody says something you don't like, you just say, you know what? I disagree with that. I strongly disagree with that. And that's fine. You know what? And, and, and I, I just think it's the easy way out when something is said that affects you in whatever way that instead of dealing with the problem, you're dealing with the person. Like, like you're, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. that is talking and that is saying whatever that person wants to say, rather than turning around and looking at the real problem where there's clearly something wrong with that individual that with, a sentence or a word automatically like, oh, I can't be here. I can't believe he said that. Uh, I, I got to leave. Like, that's an issue. The issue yeah. isn't that the guy's talking. You, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, I just think that things are evolving in an opposite way. Like, instead of looking at a problem, we're dealing with, you know, we're trying to control what you say instead of dealing with, an, uh, with a problem that exists, whether it's psychological or whether, you know, it's anything else. Yeah, so I, I just don't forget. Yeah, go yeah, ahead. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, finish, finish no, your thoughts. I, I, I just think that it's the easy way out thinking that we're solving an issue because, okay, let's just not talk about it rather than really focusing on the problem. Yeah, it, but it's also, don't forget, it's not knowing how to solve the problem directly, right? And I know Simon Sinek talks a little bit about that when millennials, because the, 
obviously these kids are entering the workforce now and there's a lot of clash. They have different habits. They speak differently. They think yeah. differently. They have different expectations. And there's always, there's going to be a, a clash with the baby boomer generation and the silver hairs, right? The people that are like exiting the, the, the workplace or the workforce. Yeah. So we are talking about this. It's just that it's in order not to have such a big clash and impact, you have the businesses in the schools that are kind of catering now. You know what? It, 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 it's probably too hard to have all these kids adapt. So the, 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 the adult here has to kind of, the adult has to be like, okay, let's cater to you. What do you need? How can we help you? Uh, again, you know? for me, in my mind, it's the opposite. Instead of having 100, 200 people adapt to a situation, you're asking yeah. one. Because you're still a Gen 10, X. 15, you're, like, you're, we're Gen X. A, you're asking of a smaller number to adapt individually to two or three hundred people, like it doesn't make sense. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but we're that's it's what I'm almost, saying. We're Gen X. It's almost impossible not to run into a wall. We were raised by boomers, so we understand that. Like I tell my dad, what a safe space is, he's not gonna understand. He literally won't understand what I'm talking about. What do you mean? Yeah. I tell him what a trigger warning is, and he'll be like, and it's not because. It just he just won't understand that. Yeah. The concept he, doesn't exist. He, he doesn't he, that that concept didn't exist then, and it's like he he can't he can't pick he can't imagine it because he doesn't see it. Mm. But now we're after we, we, you got to deal with it, you know. And that and, and that's that's the idea, man. And you know what? If this exists, obviously there's obviously some people that are for it. It happens that all three of us here disagree with it. Well, but if you go out in the world the and you start talking about it. But like you're reading my mind, you're reading my mind because we're all here uh, agreeing. And I, while you're th while you're talking, I'm thinking in my head: Is there something that we're missing? Uh, is there something? Yeah, we don't understand seeing? that perspective. That's what we don't get. We don't get that perspective. Like, is it worse than what we're describing? It is it? Uh, I, I don't know. No, 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 no. I, I made sure I see the right things. I could, I, I could see a lot worse. Yeah. I'm make. I'm not even giving examples because I don't want to get in trouble. Yeah. But it's no, 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 no. No, no, no. This is this stuff is out there, and the fragility, and that sensitivity, and that idea of being quick to get offended exists, and that's you know what you could take that and bring it into politics. That's what's happening with politics when you have the no platforming and the cancel culture and all that stuff. That's the same way. Yeah, like what at, you're allowed at, to say and what you're not allowed to say. Yeah, at an older level, at at an older level, it's like you know what, don't say that. That's where the facts don't matter about your feelings comes from. Because people, you know what, people talk from a perspective of facts and reason. Other people want to talk from a perspective of, of feelings and senses, which is good. Both need to exist, but not if we need to talk about an objective truth. Right. And that's where the problem is. Yeah. And universities is, is that safe haven away from politics. Exactly. There was a rabbi, a rabbi I forget, I want to give him credit, but he, he had, he had broken it down like brilliantly. He said, there's the left and there's the right, right? So some people favor the left, some people favor the right. If you favor the left, right, you believe in state solutions, right? The state controls and distributes the power. How is the power created and distributed? That's the left. And a lot of people like solutions that come from the left. And then there's the people from the right that prefer solutions coming from the market, meaning the people, right? So the market will dictate how wealth is done. So how is wealth created and distributed? Well, the markets decide that. And then politically, it's like, you know what? You have a battle. That's fine. The idea, though, is that university is exempt from that. And you can battle all you want with no consequences. Right. See, when you experiment with communism, something bad can happen. You experiment with juntas and extreme rights, bad stuff happens. When you experiment with these ideas in colleges, it's brilliant. It's dialogue. <laughs> it's dialogue. You may like it or not. It, exactly. Uh, you can contribute to it or not, but That's it's you just... Have, you have a little argument. <laughs> you have the little arguments. You get the ideas across. You can be passionate, but it remains within civility. And, and it inspires a new vision. In people. That's right. And you know what? Or Let's not. not, or, not. Or, not. or not. Or not. Yeah. But, or not. Or takes away a bad vision. Yeah. But let's not... like condemn this playground you know yeah. the play the university that, that it, it's, it's it's so beautiful it's a beautiful place 
it, I, I just feel like now, and, it's, and you know, we're seeing this a lot with celebrities. You know, you mentioned cancel culture and all that, and it just feels like, you know, the slightest thing they say could be misinterpreted. Obviously, there's the example of Kevin Hart, where you know that whole issue with him hosting the Oscars, and he had to step down because of a, of a comment that he made, whatever, five, six years ago, of a joke about his son and homosexuality and all that stuff. And suddenly all the homosexual groups uh, 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 rallied against them. And suddenly the guy under so much pressure, he caved in like that for me is wrong. Yeah. It's wrong. And it's, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate that we're there. Of course. And th that is also a testament how, how, how ahead we are almost. Right. We're, we're so advanced. Like a hundred years ago, things were so much worse. Every, in, in every facet of life. Right. Right? Yeah. Every facet of life, whether it's education, politics, poverty, um, uh, children dying at birth, moms not making it through birth, right? Diseases, dying from a fever. You know, and we don't see it. And it's almost like there's no real elements to fight. And then we're, we're, these are the issues that, oh, oh, he said that. He said that and it bothered me. Look, this is the thing, because we're talking about here. Obviously, I think we, we all three of us agree. Yeah, exactly. We agree. Yeah. The day, if, if, if ever it happens, that your kid comes to you and says, you know, dad, you know, so-and-so in this class said something and it bothered me. I, I just couldn't. I had to get up and leave. Oh. Uh, see, now, because it hasn't happened, I kind of, I can imagine what my reaction would be, right? My reaction wouldn't be against the person that said something. My reaction would be against my daughter. Uh, and there would be an attempt to, like you said, Chris, to get her to be stronger. Uh, mm -hmm. You know what I mean? To, to, to just analyze, not to take things so personally, to respect the other person's um, opinion and to understand where that opinion may come from, uh, whether or not we agree with it. So that's how I think now. But when the time will come, is that sensitive daddy thing going to kick in and say, he did what? Don't worry about it. We'll take care of it. Uh, I don't know. I don't oh. know. And not to stick to semantics, but respect is a big word. You don't have to respect somebody else's opinion. All you have to do is just be decent. Yeah. Accept yeah. it. Take yeah. it. Be decent. And be civil. Respect is a big word. Like respect if you respect, yeah, if you respect, right, no, right. but what I'm saying is that if you want to respect ideas, there, there's a lot of ideas you could respect because they're worthy of respect. Some ideas are just worthy of decency. Yeah. Like not all ideas are good, <laughs> you know, and, that, and that's why you, you want to protect freedom of speech because you want to hear those really bad ideas. Right. You want, you want people to expose themselves. I don't know. That's right. I, I just feel, I think we've, uh, we, we've spoken about this last episode of the, the one before that, where we grew up much closer. Obviously we can't compare, right. But mm -hmm. our mentality is so much closer to the one that our parents grew up with uh, or grew up in. And it just feels like the more that the generations are uh, progressing, the further that gap uh, extends itself from the way that you are and the way that your kids might be at your age, right? Uh, mm -hmm. I, I don't know if it makes sense. I don't know if what I'm saying makes yeah, sense. Yeah, I'm following. I'm following. What you're it, saying. It, it's just accelerating so much quicker uh, than I would imagine it did in the previous generation. And of course, look, we are a much better generation than our parents, right? They went through things that we didn't. And this is the whole point, right? The whole point is for each generation to 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 start off at a, at a better position than mm -hmm. the previous generation ended, right? Uh, but on this issue, when we're talking about social issues and on social interactions, I have a feeling, and the way I see it, it feels like it's in the decline. Well, look, uh, what I wanted to say is that I, I don't want to sound like I'm, I'm shitting on this generation. Every generation below thought the generation below them was worse. Like our grandparents thought our parents were probably a little weaker or not as smart or not as intelligent. Our parents, even though it, it's not true, our parents are thinking that our generation is probably different in a certain way, maybe weaker here and maybe not as, I don't know, not as... Uh, not sure. Like, not as, yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's a, that's a good word. So we're going to obviously think our gener the generation after us has certain weaknesses. But don't forget, all these generations that to some people's eyes seemed weaker have their strengths too. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean, right, the, the, the younger generation now, I work with 20, 22, 25, 28-year-olds. There's a lot of good stuff they have. There's a lot of positive. 
It's just that this is a bad issue because now we're dealing with suicides. We're dealing with anxiety. We're dealing with a mental crisis. You know what I mean? We're not dealing with a rebellion. We're not dealing like I left the house because I couldn't take my parents and I moved in an apartment. Yeah. Now the crisis is these kids cannot move alone in an apartment. They're, yeah, they're not fit. They're not able to. <laughs> you know, they don't have the wherewithal. They don't have, they don't have what it takes to sustain themselves. Because they're afraid of the world. They're afraid of ideas. You know? So, so we're, just, we're, just, we're just like pointing out a problem that exists. So it's not all, it's not all in the shitter. Yeah. You know? And I don't want people to think that. We're just obviously discussing something that is like, whoa. It's a big contrast to us. For me personally. Oh, for sure. You know? For it's, sure. a, it's, a, it's a big thing. And well, look, like I, I mean, said. Yeah. Well, what I'm saying is like it's, it's a lot more present in 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 the u.s but um you know it's coming here it's imminent <laughs> it's gonna come here i uh, see it's tough for me because <laughs> i mean look i i think of um i think of academia right i think of the education uh environment and chris you you went into uh you, you studied into like a science field so everything was like you said everything is factual everything there's like there's theories and all that stuff so what you're learning is very practical it's like okay that's what it is right I was, on the other hand, in, 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 a, in a social science field where what we're talking about now didn't exist. And I remember being in classes, I studied, you know, in poli-sci where there were live debates in class. And I remember being in university when, you know, the, the September 11 attacks happened and there was a debate. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. it was, and I'm not saying that I agreed with everything that was being said, but at least the teachers had that, you know, freedom of saying, okay, guys, this is what's happening in the world. You know, what's going on? Remember, we were at Concordia when the, 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 the Palestinian Student Association blocked the school because, uh, you know, ben, uh, Benjamin Netanyahu was coming. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, of course. They blocked yeah. the school. The SWAT teams were there. There were snipers up in the roof. You know, the next day in class, I mean, we had that debate. It was the whole Israeli-Palestinian issue because you know we were yeah. and uh, and people were just you know, of course it got loud you know I mean the teacher was there I mean they, they control people's emotions and stuff but there was never a moment and I didn't want there to be a moment especially in that field where you can just block someone's thought you know yeah no 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 I agree I agree you're dead on with that man and it's uh, yeah look we can get, even get look. And it's fine because in general, in the universities, in academia, you have more left-leaning people, right? That's true. People tend to be more Marxist. They tend to be more on the left. Even though um, I have some right-wing... Uh, absolutely. Yeah, but right like, it's like yeah, one I, in eight. It's one I in would ten, agree one with in, you. I'd, I'd agree yeah, with you. Yeah, majority is a little bit more to the left. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and it's fine. And it's fine. Obviously, it's bad when there's indoctrination happening. And obviously, in some fields, there's a little bit of indoctrination because don't forget, students listen to their, to their teachers, right, and look up to them. And, and you know what? It's very easy for a teacher to mold a young person's mind, especially when they're, they're very passionate, right? Anyway, but, but that's fine. You can have all the debate there. Have all the debate there. Prepare yourself there. So when the big stuff happens in the real world, you're not looking to escape. Yeah. You know, go out there and, and fix the world. You know what I mean? If, if you don't like what you see, change it. You know, do whatever George, you got to do to change it, but you can't escape it. <laughs> George, that, that's the main issue. George, this isn't something that, you, that has come up to in your work environment at all? Not yet. <clears throat> I don't work with uh, young people. Not many, at least. Not that young. Not, uh... yeah. So I have never experienced anything like that. I never heard of the concept before Chris talked about. It. Yeah, yeah, and there's 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 other concepts. So there's and we can. That's another one. It's like I'm not going to open the can of worms now, but we could talk about fairness, equality, affirmative action, all that stuff. There's, it's, it's I think I find it 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 blends in well with all this. But um, the concern is like, as a parent, how do you feel? What's the advice you give? Do you go after the teachers? For upsetting well, your kid. Well, I, I told you. I told you. <laughs> you know, right what, now, what do you do? Well, see, look, I told you right well, now. I, if I were to think right now, if that is. Well, well, hold on. As a, as a parent, it's not going to start when I have to attack the teacher. It has to start before my kid gets there. Well, yeah, I understand. Yeah. But we're talking about hypothetically, your kid comes home. See, and I told you, my answer is like today, my but mindset is. Right now, I'm my, kid, look, my daughter's I, have, I have kids who argue about the dumbest shit in the world. Okay. 
No, for sure. You can't compare. And, and every time he comes to me, blah, blah, he did to them. And I, the first thing I ask is, did you tell him that, that you didn't think that or you didn't agree with that? Did you tell them your part? Did you explain to them why yeah. you, you're saying this to me? Did you say anything? You just came to me to come and do it for you? Or did you try doing it yourself? Hmm. And, and they have to start confronting it themselves. I'm not going to go speak I, on look, their behalf. At the, same time, at the same time, George, I think they're still at a relatively young age to understand the concept of dialogue, right? Mm -hmm. Like the reflex is, oh, baba, oh, mama, he did this, oh, he did that. Yeah, yeah but that's, that's how they fine. learn. Yeah, no, 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 but their, their problem is, is something like that they can control, not, not something I can control right. necessarily. It's, not, it's yeah. not like I only bought one and there's two of them and they have to share it. Now, what's the solution? It's not one of those. Yeah. You know, it's... If I always intervene and I always intervene and I always make it happy and I always make it easy, so is that going to benefit them? I know our reflexes to do that. But. Does it happen at all uh, uh, in your in your houses? Like you hear the kids arguing and you purposely just ignore them, thinking that yeah. oh, they'll figure it out, kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, oh, yeah. they have to do that. That's another one, actually, in the book. Uh, I don't know how they, they 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 formulate it, but kids need structure, yeah but they also need unstructured time. They need time where it's free play. There's no rules. And they could test theories. They could test each other. They could test their limits. They need that. I always, you, tell, you, them, I always tell them no hitting. And if the other person's talking, he's allowed to say whatever he wants. Yeah. Like, we tend to be parents that we, like, the, our kids' life starts at 8 a.m. And until 7, it's like we've scheduled everything in. That's not good either. You know? George, just to get to the hitting, I, I've actually seen my daughters kind of shove each other, and you know, obviously there's no punching in it, but you know, like they, they kind of have like, that little reason. No punching. Yeah, there's no punching at least yet. I hope there's never going to be punching. And you're calling it hitting. Well, okay, my version, my version of hitting, it's like a, like a, a hard a hard caress. You know what I mean? It's like and a I've forceful this, caress. Yeah, like I've seen this happen, and I'm like, uh, the way it usually works, the younger one's going to hit harder. Because the older one That's understands true. the consequences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because the older, one, the older one knows that. Uh, look, the, the consequence. No, 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 the consequence. I think the <clears throat> like Emma knows that if she pushes, she can hurt the little one. So she, yeah. she very often just doesn't do anything, you know. Uh, so you're right. The little one usually is a little bit more aggressive, and th there's been times where off the bat, I'm like, "Don't hit, don't do it. We don't hit here. We talk, you know that." But some other times, I've seen them kind of shoving and kind of hitting each other and i've purposely uh, just I'm like let me just monitor from a distance make sure that they don't get a ball off the head or something but i just let them figure it out mm -hmm. um i'm just trying to think if ever it has worked though <laughs> no 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 at some it, point, no. At some point no, it's not gonna, gonna work run. that day it's at just some that... point one of the kids is gonna run you know back to you no that's right george say it finish your thought because i was gonna say the same thing i was gonna echo what you were gonna say say it me yeah, you're you, you're going to say yeah. that it, it doesn't happen it, that day. It doesn't it's, fix it's that day's problem, yeah. but I mean, if they do that a hundred times, the hundredth one right. is going to be way smoother and more logical. And and, and then out of nowhere, out of nowhere, like magic, when they're fourteen, it's like, okay, I know how to deal with this. And and, and you don't know about every little argument they had, <laughs> but and you don't care, but it's irrelevant. That, that's what exactly. scares me. That the fourteen age group is what scares me because of the girl factor. Uh, if yeah. you were guys, you would think that, ah, okay, whatever, you're old enough to kind of understand. But I have a feeling that when, when girls, and I could be completely wrong here, I don't know. You, you know, just to make a point, George, what you just said in certain cultures and certain environments, that is a microaggression, what you just said. Isn't that crazy, fuck? Yeah. Because oh, you're yeah. equating, you, 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 you're the... You're you're differentiating between girls and boys. Yeah. You're being prejudiced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you, you know what I mean? So, it's like, uh, what are you, how are you going to say anything? What makes you, you think girls are weak? Yeah. Or weaker. No, no, no. I, it's not in the sense of weak. <laughs> Why should I, a parent worry more yeah. about it? George, I, I, you don't I, have to explain yourself. No, no, I know. I'm but just, just saying. Just to get back saying, to what I was saying. I'm giving you a point how crazy this is. First of all, my girls won't be weak. But I, I'm, I just think, and this is maybe just the male reflex in me, thinks that when these girls hit 14, oh, my God, it's like 
something is going to go crashing down inside me. It's like there won't be, I don't know. I hope there will still be some sort of communication. I don't <laughs> know. You know, I've experienced stuff with my sister and my cousins. And like, you know, you've seen girls go through that age group. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I just hope it's smooth. Uh, I hope it's uh, smooth sailing. It's part of the journey, man. You got to go through it. Absolutely. Absolutely. You got to go through it. It's just that what what George was saying, you know, you hope that at 14, they figure shit out. I'm thinking at 14, oh, hell's going to break. That's when they're really going to pull each other's hair off. (laughs) You know, I hope it won't happen. And part of me believes that it won't because I I think we're raising them properly. But I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, Yeah, that's what it is, man. Coddling is not good. And you escaping your problems is not good because you know what happens when you can't escape. Let's say you can't escape a problem. You know what happens? Anxiety. Yeah, everything gets. You broke. can't escape your body. It's gonna be there. The emotions there. You can't escape it. What are you gonna do? That's not the point. That's not the. That's not the question, Chris. The question is, what happens when it blows out? Like, what happens when you cannot take it anymore? Like, you've bottled everything inside. What happens when the gate opens? Like. That, no, but that, it's not. It's the exact opposite. They're not bottling anything inside you. There's no time bottle, to bottle who's anything. Bottling it? Who, there's nothing. There's nobody bottling anything inside because they escape it. They, they go straight to a problem. They go straight to a problem. You know what? I don't think instead it, of going it, through the journey of life, it's like I'm stopping the boat and I'm getting I off. Agree. I don't think. I don't think they're escaping it. They're 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 running away from dealing with it. But inadvertently, what they're doing is that they're still keeping that emotion inside them. It's 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 still there. It's still no, but the, the, the still analogy big. the analogy is this the analogy is they're not they don't want to learn how to drive so they don't get in the bumper car right hmm. and then life forces them to pick up a real car and yeah. they crash because they haven't learned yeah. the toy car they didn't learn to do the bumper car that's the analogy you get it it's like you got to be exposed to the little bumps yeah. The little bullying, the little teasing. You have to adjust to aerodynamics and G-force. The, exactly. The little unfairness, the little injustice that happened to you. You know what? It's going to happen that somebody's going to have a Kit Kat. He's going to take four and he's going to give you one piece. And that's three. fine. Three. because Whatever. Sorry. Sorry, man. George had one earlier. <laughs> <laughs> so you know what I mean? That's fine. But you know what's not going to work? If you, every time that happens to you, you go get a parent. And what's happening now, it's like in universities, like, I'm going to go get a parent and I'm going to get this teacher fired because he didn't share his kid. But you know what the problem is, guys? We're eventually at the point where <laughs> they're going to go find the parent and the parent will have absolutely no idea what they're talking about. It's like, what's safe space? What the hell? Yeah, what, what, are you, what, what are you talking what, about? What is that? What, yeah. what trigger warning? What, what are you talking about? <laughs> well, most people now, I'm sure most people listening, they're probably thinking like, what are they talking about? You know what? I encourage people. You think, go, you, put, you think, you think there's not a lot of people that know about this? No. Yeah. No. It's out there. It doesn't mean like just just because people don't know about it doesn't mean it's not out there. Yeah. I'm just saying that it's out there. And you know what, man? You know, people, people, well, they're gonna it's gonna come. It's gonna come. You you already mentioned three cases. Well, two cases and one that happened to me. So yeah. three cases right here. Especially it's just not, not in the, the big proportions as what yeah. you see in the US. Yeah, exactly. So, so these the, the the study that you read about uh, the, the these kids from that age group born around mm-hmm. ninety five moving into two thousand and eight and forward. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, there's this all of this this counter movement against the the screen time and the social media, and there's parents like us that are trying to limit it. This is the way out, no? What do you mean? This is the way out? Like, I mean, the, we have the like now. You read about this study, and there's results now that the, the new yeah, parents okay, are going to avoid it, it, right? Got it. Yeah, you got to be conscious. Because be this whole, the whole, the whole planet is dealing with this new phenomenon that social media since two thousand and six. It's not. It's not things that we've like it's been there forever. So this is this is it. This is the learning curve. Yeah, and just so just that. Yeah. So people, people that had the social media when they were already in college or university weren't impacted as much. It's no, the people they that developed started, the, the old way. That's right. But the people that started utilizing it between the ages of 11 13 right or say 11 and 14 well what you did is you took a big part of the development stage and you smeared it put them in a bubble well you you put them in the cloud called social media a world that's 
a virtual cyber Their social that, life is virtual. It's not actual. Yeah, exactly. The problems are not real. And you break up with people online. And it, it, you know what? Think about it. If you, What do you do online? This is almost an online behavior. Online, if you don't like what somebody says, what do you do? Shut them up. You just, you just leave. You unfriend them or you delete them or you just walk out and leave. And they're taking that kind of behavior and you're putting it in the real world. And you just say, oh, I'm not going to hear that. I don't, I don't need to listen to that. But it doesn't work like that in the real world. You know, so there's a, it's an interesting uh, study. It's an interesting book. And there's a lot of, of things in there. And obviously we can't like, you know, break down everything, but it's interesting. I, I think where it starts is look, be conscious of it. The fact that it's recognized, I think we're going to find that. Exactly. It's there. And a lot of people are realizing that, Hey, it's here. You know what? We have, to tweak. we have to tweak how we use our little tools now and, and be more conscious yeah. of its full effect. Yeah. So. Exactly. And you know, and, and it's, yeah, learn how to learn how to use these tools. Know what's going on in your kid's life when you're not there. And you know what, because obviously every parent needs a break from parenting. So what you do is you go do your things and the four-year-old and the five-year-old, it's fine because they're playing around with toys. But once you've left and you've gone into your little corner, and your kid is somewhere in his, his little corner looking at things you have no idea what he's looking at, that's when that happens. Yeah. It's like, you know the saying, life happens when you're busy doing something else? <laughs> like, while you're doing, while you're resting from parenting, your kid is doing something. That's why I'm always like, well, I never leave him alone. I always come, and it's annoying. He's like, he, he gets annoyed. But he's at the age where I need to know what he's looking at. I don't need to monitor everything, but I need to know. Like, I'll walk in and say, what are you looking at? Like, he's watching Cobra Kai. Okay, Cobra Kai is fine. Because they're going to say a couple of things in that show where it's going to be like, oof. Like, they'll, they'll talk about masturbation. They'll talk about whatever. They'll talk about different things. Like, teenage talk. Very little. Mild. So I'm funny. fine with that. I'm fine with that. Do like, you guys you have parental, what? well, maybe George, uh, maybe not George because they're still young, but Chris, you have parental controls there on the laptops and all that stuff? Like, you, you put mm, that? No. No? No. So, no, because well, maybe I'm not saying I, I won't. I'm just saying I haven't done it yet. But uh, look, I expose them. Like I'm, I'm not the parents going to say, "Don't say that word." Um, well, not, let me rephrase. It's not so much it's about not, the language. It's so. It's more about the visuals. You know. Well, the visuals. Uh, he's going to. You know what? You know. No one really knows how early you could expose them or how late. You don't know where that balance is. Obviously, there's certain things where it's like obviously the obvious ones. Right, we try to like really avoid, but certain things it's like, hey, let's try it. What did you think of that? Right. Like he's at the age where you hear a word, he's gonna laugh. Why are you laughing? Oh, because that's what it means. Yeah. yeah, you know, and you laugh at them, and then after after fifteen times, you know what? That word is not funny anymore because now it's part of his vocabulary, and not only that, it's part of his vocabulary that he's gonna seldom use. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, you just go with it. It's just like, the, again, again, I'm coming back because it's important. We need to expose our kids to ideas that they dislike. And it's fine. They should dislike certain things. They can like everything. And they definitely shouldn't be offended with things they don't like. Yeah. Think about it. You say something to me and I just say, you know what? I don't have to listen to this. Bye. Bye. And I, I just walk out. <laughs> Dude, it's, it's insane. Like, but you you can do that to somebody who's just constantly insulting you. Well, that's what I'm scared. Not because well, he's saying different. something that's that you different. happen not to like it, so I'm leaving because I don't value yeah, this. Yeah. Because it's, you it's you want your integrity. It's yeah, not yeah, pleasant. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like obviously, obviously, I mean, there comes a point if like you know, like it's hammered and hammered and hammered and it's just piling in, piling in. At some point, like, dude, look, it's over. You know what I mean? But yeah. not at first shot, you know, I'm like, oh, what did he say? Oh, no, I'm out. You know, like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, like, like, I'll give you an example, something that could be taken out of context and be really wrong. Um, we all agree that Hitler's bad or was bad, right? But you cannot deny the fact that Hitler was, showed some leadership and had great speaking skills. That's how he was able to brainwash people. Yeah, to mobilize. Now, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, I could say that, and it doesn't mean that I agree with him. Because it wasn't but, all negative. 
Exactly. It means I you think love he was this despicable. Well, despicable. no, he had he had those qualities. He just used them no, for. I bad. understand. Acknowledging right. that he had charisma means uh, you know you're you're a bad yeah, person. I, doesn't 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 mean I, I'm sympathizing with Hitler. Yeah, but because and it doesn't mean that I'm a Nazi. You yeah, know but what because I mean? you're putting in the context the word the word Hitler, automatically would that be a trigger warning? Yeah. Well, the trigger warning would be guys. I am going to talk about a certain, like, let me give you how a trigger warning works. A trigger warning would be like, guys, uh, before, I want to talk a little bit about it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I want to talk a little bit about um, the incidents of world war two and how that started back in Germany. So I'm going to mention certain things. Uh, you know, we are going to talk about Nazi Germany. Okay. So before I go it's in, ridiculous into more, to me, man. That's no, ridiculous. I, I, of course I, I it's ridiculous, man. Like you don't understand. I mean, I, I just go <laughs> my time in university, and you know, we studied all the like. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. Yeah. So that's what that's where it's at. So yeah. our our point with this show was to at least have people understand that it exists. It might be coming here. It probably is coming here. And hey, you know, adjust to it. If you're a proponent of this kind of behavior, fine. Come so in, let's debate, yeah. you know? Basically, if your kids are, let's say, 15, 16, 17 and above, you should maybe start having conversations. And if your kids are younger, start teaching them from now on how to deal with issues. Uh, well, I think that's... I, I'm sure forever. there's there's a factor where uh, parents don't want their kids to grow up and constantly running to the rescue. has something to do with the parents needing to be parents. I don't, I don't know about too. that, George. I don't know about that, man. We spoke about this last episode where we have... <laughs> A helicopter parenting that helicopter are parents exactly that are always above and they're ready to move mountains for you to just have the smoothest road uh to to evolve uh, no but let me just make a distinction the helicopter parent or the helicopter parenting style is bad why it's because you're there solving all your kids problems yeah, you're 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 on top of them to make sure that they don't fall. Yeah, they don't it's not bad. It's not bad in the sense that you're being neglectful towards your kids. It's exactly, bad you're but you're bad because kids, yeah, that, learn. That's yeah. right. That's right. So you, there is, you know, this is the same. Sometimes you have to be unkind to be kind. Right. It sounds wrong, but there's truth in that. You know what's scary? You know what's you know what's crazy, guys? That that is exactly what you just said is exactly the framework in which our parents kind of raised us. It's like, yeah, I'm not kind. Tough luck, man. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> I'm not here to be a kind guy, you know, or a kind mom. Exactly. I'm not here to be your friend. And you know what? That's exactly were, what I say. <laughs> if you were reprimanded, right? You were disciplined and reprimanded, and you were somewhere crying in the back. You know what the setting was back then? Your mother kind of feeling bad. Why did you tell him off? And your dad being, look, it had to be done. Right? It was, that was, even, it, it was even a step further. <laughs> it was, it was, it was you, were, you were in the other room dealing with it, crying, and they're telling you, shut up before you get more. Uh, <laughs> or that. And you know what, man? Like <laughs> The reaction was like, it's okay. It's going to pass. Don't worry. Don't worry. Yeah, don't worry. It's going to pass. It's gonna, yeah, exactly. And you know what? That wasn't such a bad idea. No, but what a different mentality, you know? Like, look, yeah, look, of course. look at how things because because we we don't focus on just the, the basics. We focus on our emotional state too much. Yeah. And I'm and I'm and I'm not saying that we have to take and adopt the it's, exact. You know what same it is? Thing. It's it's taking protection to another level. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's taking it's taking that protective nature to uh, to a point where it's 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 creating a disservice. What they call it. Well, yeah, it's sheltering, it's sheltering your kids, and uh, you're not not exposing them to the, to 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 uh, to whatever the real world is gonna bring them. I mean, you know, let let, yeah. let them practice being adults, man. That's what it is. Yeah. Let them practice. Let them practice hating something and and arguing against it. And we can also take let the them practice old dealing way of... with something that this makes them fearful. You know. Yeah, you can't take the old ways and like adopt the old ways and adapt them to your kid today because obviously that was a teaching in a different world. You're in the world today. So you have to kind of like adapt to the world today. But there's certain truths that have like, you know what, they've been truths for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. And we shouldn't mess with those. Even though some of us want to think we're progressive, it doesn't necessarily mean you're constantly progressing. There's certain truths that you can't mess with. And all you have to do is just look at the animal kingdom, observe a little bit how the world turns, and you'll see that these are laws, like they're physical laws or laws of nature or social laws that exist that you have to follow. Right. You know? 
All right, guys. Um, let's uh, let's wrap it up. Um, anything to take away from this? What's the what's the message of uh, of the day? Uh, you got to beat your kids. No. <laughs> No, no, no. Well, there's a lot of messages today, man, that we went through a lot of stuff. I think I think the message today is teach your kids not to be safe. Teach your kid how to be strong. Yeah. To take on the world. Like, let him fight the little little battles so he can fight the world on his own. You know? Right. Whatever. Maybe somebody can phrase it better. No, I, uh, I think it's uh, <laughs> great. I think it's great. All right, guys, uh, we're going to let you go on that note. Uh, thanks again for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Again, subscribe, comment, like, uh, share uh, if you think there's value and if you think you have friends that might uh, take something out of this. Uh, George, uh, happy birthday, buddy. We're going to let you go. Happy birthday, man. <laughs> we're going to let you go to sleep. There's no more party. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, All right, Bye.